Good morning. Welcome to the Atheist in the Desert podcast. Uh, it's Monday. Haven't put one up for a few days. I'm not even sure. Um, it's probably been at least... That's probably been about a week. I think that was the last one because I had left town last Tuesday. So, thanks for uh, listening. Got a few people listening to these. I don't think... Um, I don't know. It's weird on the podcast app where, you know people go on there I don't have I don't know if anybody listens to those or not nobody's reviewed any which is fine but uh yeah like I said from the beginning this is mainly for my therapy so this morning I want to talk about fear and guilt and the reason I want to talk about those is because I just spent a week back in the Midwest. I had a death in my family, as I think I mentioned last week. And I saw a lot of fear and guilt, you know, um, including myself. And I think that's how most people live. I, I, I hate is is by fear and guilt. Um, when you think about fear, you know, fear is typically something that's going to be in the future. You know that we that we are fearing whether it's a whatever it is. I mean, a lot of times for me it's finance, you know, work, um, having to deal with people. That tends to be what I get fearful about. Anticipatory anxiety tends to create the thing we are afraid of. I heard a guy say that one time. You know, if you're just constantly, you know, I, I flew back. From, I flew back to the Midwest, and I'm not a great flyer. And I think it's mainly because I'm semi-claustrophobic. And I think once it's probably a control thing more than anything. Once I'm on the plane, it's like, that's it. Those doors are shut for a few hours, and I can't do anything. And I was thinking about fear, and if you fear the plane going down, then all of a sudden the plane goes down. See, I told you, you know, that's kind of how I live life a lot of times. I, I fear a lot of things. I've always been that way. You know, and you've heard my past podcasts. You know, I think I did one called Wiring that I talked about how we're just born a certain way. I've always been an anxiety, fearful type person. I'm not big on confrontation. Um, I've been in like two fights in my life because I just, I'm not in, I'm not in on that. I just don't like that stuff. And that's just how I'm wired. You know, I've always been that way, very fearful. Uh, I'm on my way to a meeting this morning, and I'm, and I'm like, thinking about it. And, like, oh, man, how's it going to go? And it's just, I've just always been this way. And I accept it. You know, I accept the fact that I am this way because I can't really change it. The only thing I think I can do is accept it and just try to work within that. And that might go against what a lot of people say, you know, as far as changing yourself and becoming a new person. But I think that when I do change a behavior or do something different, I think that's always been in me. It's just now I'm recognizing it. it's just kind of popping up. I'm getting off a little bit. I'm starting to get, delve into the more free will type topic. But as far as fear goes, um, that's how we live, you know. And, and it makes sense because... If you think about, you know, 100,000 years ago, early human beings, you know, that were living out on the plains or in the forest or wherever they were living, fear and really guilt 
really benefited them and benefited the survival of their species because you had to be fearful of a lot of things in that world fear of predators fear of other possible humans coming after you fear of you know any type of death because death was probably a lot more present a hundred thousand years ago than it is now when it comes to human beings but we still have that wiring you know some of us worse than others and I always think that maybe part of the reason I'm more fearful than some is because maybe I had ancient ancestors that <clears throat> lived in more dangerous conditions and they've passed some of those genes down to me um, so fear really benefited our ancestors <clears throat> fear can be a motivator you know I'm not going to say that hey if I have fear that I'm not going to have enough money to pay my bills maybe I'll get out and work harder so I'm, I'm not saying that Fear isn't always all bad, really. But understanding what it is and recognizing it as a, it's, a, it's an emotion like anything else. You know, you, you heard me talk about emotional, emotionalism a few podcasts back. And fear's just like any of them. It's okay to have some fear. Um, but understand what it is and don't live in that. And that's something I struggle with. And I don't know if I'll ever get out of it. You know, it's funny because I have a relative back in the Midwest that I was with quite a bit this last week, and this person is a person who likes to always say that, you know, when I tell him when I tell him that, hey, I have anxiety or you're fearful, he's always like, well, you, you just need to do this, this, and this. And I proceed to see him be fearful and have anxiety, you know? And that's how we are. You know, we typically don't want to recognize our, our behaviors or admit our faults or whatever it is. I don't know if I call fear a fault, but we like to understand ourselves let's say and we and not be in the middle of things all the time um so when it comes to fear again it's typically something of the future you know another another area and you know, i just said i'm semi-claustrophobic is elevators hey I, I do not like elevators especially small ones with no windows oh and again I make myself go in the elevators. When we were uh, traveling a couple weeks ago for a softball tournament, there was this elevator that was on the, you know, we were on the third floor and the elevator went all the way down to the parking garage and it was just a small little kind of hot elevator. And every time I got in it, I, I just had that three second thing that this thing might not open. And what would I do? And it opened every time. But again, if it hadn't opened, there it is. Anticipatory anxiety. Hey, I told you. We told you it wouldn't open, see? So, fear is something we got to learn to deal with and accept it. And, and I accept it. It's just there. Um, it's interesting because I, I read something recently that the mornings is when you have the most anxiety. Because, and I want to say it had something to do with the fact that in the mornings is when our ancestors did their hunting and did their whatever they did. So they had to be more alert first thing in the morning. And so that kind of makes sense because that's usually when I have my most anxiety is when I get up in the morning and I'm on my way to work or whatever. And I've also had like three cups of coffee. And I'm doing this fasting diet right now. So I don't eat until like two o'clock. So combine all those things and I'm going to probably be a little amped up. So that's a little bit on fear. I don't know if that made any sense, but now guilt. Guilt's powerful. It's a powerful tool. I have it. I get it a lot with my kids. And I don't know, it's something I got to work on. You know, I my kids have a pretty good life, you know. They're 
I wouldn't say they're fully spoiled, but they don't they don't long for much. You know, we're not rich by any stretch, but they pretty much get what they want for the most part, and they don't have a lot of chores, let's say, or whatever. You know, they don't have a ton of responsibility around our house that I think that we need to work on more. And I always say that, and it never happens, but. <laughs> But I always have this sense of guilt when it comes to my kids, you know, and maybe part of it is because for a few years there I was drinking heavily and maybe I look back and I think that, you know, maybe I should have acted a little differently. I don't know. Um, but I don't know what it is I'm feeling guilty about. I mean, my kids have everything they need, food, clothes, shelter. They got, you know, an excess, basically. I was just leaving my house this morning and I saw a couple kids... Um, landscaping guy it looks like he had a landscaping business and his kids were helping him out I'm thinking man those kids are learning how to work you know um, so and the other thing I thought about with guilt was with this death in my family I was watching a lot of people at the funeral and people coming around and everyone's really sad and crying and I understand that you know you're sad you, you miss the person but I also think there's a lot of guilt there I think that Especially with the children of the loved ones, you know. They think back. And I had some of it when my mom died. You know, that you should have spent more time or should have done this or should have done that. And I think at the end of the day, it, it just is what it is, you know. And we don't have to live in guilt. But we do it. And it motivates a lot of us. You know, guilt. Um... I'm going to go off topic just a little bit because I'm starting to understand more about myself as far as what I need to do to function. And I got to understand that, and this, I guess this goes along with guilt and fear because if fear has to do with the future and guilt has to do with the past, if I can just do whatever it takes to live in the now, things go well. You know, I got up yesterday and usually Sundays are just kind of a lazy blah day for me and that's when the the anticipatory anxiety starts to set in for Monday, especially after basically I haven't been working the last two weeks and my job's 100% commission and, you know, I work for a small company. We don't have any excesses. I don't get paid vacation or anything like that. And all that stuff starts to creep in. I guess fear. And I just said to myself yesterday, okay, I'm not working right this second. It's Sunday. There's nothing going on anyway. I couldn't even work if I wanted to. But why don't I just clean out the fridge? And I just took my time and took everything out, wiped off each shelf, put everything at back, fairly organized. And it was just kind of enjoyed. I just kind of enjoyed it. It was, it was good. And then I did it for the freezer. And then I did some shelving. And, and you know, it was just kind of, I just got involved in the moment. And it's really the small things. And, and, you know, you've heard it said before that you take care of the small things and the big things will take care of themselves. And I really believe that. You know, being back home in the Midwest this last week and just it's a smaller town, 50,000 people, and being around a couple relatives that they just kind of take care of the small stuff. You know, and I watched them operate and I thought, gosh, you know, I'm so worried about all these big things all the time. I can't change most of them. There's no external thing that is going to satisfy me. Not money. Not relationships. Maybe relationships. I mean, it's, it's fun to be around your friends and family that you enjoy. But 
there's no one thing that's going to change me. I've been how I am since I can remember. And I've always been fearful. I've always had guilt. The guilt, not as much. I think I'm more fearful. I think the guilt thing is because I, I have a call it a selfish gene. I really think I do. I think it's something I inherited because I, I watched another family member of my family this week and I just watched how they operate and I'm like, gosh, that's, this person is so self-centered and I don't even think they realize it, you know, and they don't even, you know, I don't think they even consider themselves self-centered sometimes. And, uh, I'm probably the same way. I've always, I've always thought, and I, and again, I don't know if I heard somebody say this, but most people's view of themselves is inaccurate. You know, we have these visions of ourselves that we think are true. You know, I'm a, I'm a good person, or I'm honest, or I'm a hard worker. And sometimes when you sit back and evaluate, you think, am I really? Am I really that hard of a worker? Am I really that nice of a person? Because we never want it. You know, the story that we tell ourselves is always different than what reality is. And... I think that, and, and, and that story that we tell ourselves can play in along the lines of fear and guilt. Because the story I can tell myself when I get in an elevator is this thing's going to stop. And then it doesn't stop. <laughs> it's never stopped. I've never been in an elevator that got stuck, ever. And not, not to say that I won't one day, but am I going to sit and think about that every time I get in an elevator? Probably. Because <laughs> that's how my brain operates. <laughs> but, and guilt... You know, I can't change anything that has happened. Can I go back and, you know, maybe some behaviors I did? Yeah, you can make amends to people, I suppose. There's something to that. And making amends to someone may or may not make that person feel better. But it's more about me, I guess. But I guess the biggest thing I can say about fear and guilt is that if we just get up and do our best to live in today, that's all I can do. This Monday at 6.45 as I'm driving down the road is all I can do. I'm on my way to a meeting right now and it's going to be a little bit of a pain in the butt. I guess that's my perception. But it always ends up going the way it goes. And there's no destination. There's no place I'm going to get to one day where everything's going to be great. It's just not going to be there ever. Especially for someone like me and the way I'm wired. I'm going to be dealing with this anxiety and, and, and guilt type feelings probably for the tell I'm die, tell I'm gone. You know, the person that I know that just passed away, they, they were, they were, you know, a high anxiety type person and OCD type tendencies and worried a lot about money and things like that. And, and now like none of that even matters. Like that's all over now. Like that just doesn't matter. And Fear and guilt, to sum up, are motivators. They're definitely motivators. I don't want them to be my motivators, but I know they will. Because they always have been. Especially fear. So, I'm going to do my best, or anybody, do your best to recognize it, accept it, deal with it, and just try to live in today. Try to live in the moment. And that'll help lessen, I think, some of those feelings of, of guilt and fear. Be good, everyone.